0: you welcome to the truly you podcast i'm so excited you're here we're about kicking those limiting beliefs that we all have in our head and finding our true passion to building our dreams my name is erica and i'm a coach's wife a girl mama times two elementary teacher and business mentor i came up with my team name by learning to embrace what makes me happy and stop listening to all the negativity around me no more hiding behind what we should be doing and let's go after what we truly want Welcome to episode four. So I called this one how do you do it all? Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's a mythbuster, okay? Because I don't do it all. But I get asked this question all the time. People message me on Instagram and they're like, oh my gosh, I see that you're a teacher, a business owner, a mom, a wife. How do you do it all? And I just have to be super honest with you and say that I was a very OCD person before having a child that wanted things done at a certain time, couldn't go to bed without, you know, having the dishes done and things like that. And I have realized over the last, well, two years of being a mother and four years of being on this health and fitness journey slash business journey that I've been on, grace has to step in and you have to start prioritizing. So my podcast is called truly you, because you have to think about what truly makes you, you, what truly helps you get to that goal that you've set out to do. Does it really matter if every single dish is put away every night? And I had to go, crap, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I am so, so, so thankful to have my husband who helps me with the dishes and helps me with laundry because goodness, right now, there's probably three baskets that I should be folding instead of recording this podcast. But I've had to step back and say, the things that need to get done have to come first. And I've had to find some tips and tricks and all the things to help me get through kind of breaking through that OCD moment of needing it to be done perfect, needing it to be done every single night because I was just straight up exhausted. I was exhausted from staying up late, working my business and getting up early and working my business, but then being a teacher all day long, being a mom in between. And actually this is when I started to do it all, all the time. When people would message me and say, how do you do it all? I'd be like, I don't know. I have more to do. And I would just start doing it talking all crazy-like and going a 1,000 miles a minute. And it led to burnout. It led to serious burnout of just always wanting to count down to summer vacation or your next break from school if you're a teacher. I'm sure you feel me there. But when you realize that when you take, and I'm going to give you some tips here in a minute, but when you take an hour to 30 minutes out of your Sunday to plan the week, everything changes for me. That is when I can really, I don't know, feel super successful with my week. But if I just try to do it all every day, it doesn't work. I heard a while ago, um, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about putting on your hat the hat that you needed to wear during that time. And I've been to a couple different conferences and trainings where they talk about, you know, putting on your hat, being present, being where your feet actually are. And I was like, oh, I don't do that. I don't do that at all. I would be at school thinking about what I needed to make for dinner. I would be cooking dinner, thinking about what laundry needed to be done. I would be working my business. And I would be trying to, "Quote unquote, relax and watch TV, yet still working my business. And it wasn't working. It wasn't working at all. But my tip number one is when I sit down on Sunday night with my blank calendar for the week, yes, blank, I then can write in the things that don't change. So I'm weird. I'm a Google calendar person. I put everything on there. Our, my bills are on there. You know, my school is on there. Everything is on there. My business meetings, when I'm going to record podcasts, it's all on there. But I also have a paper calendar that is blank. So I pull out that blank calendar on Sunday nights and I write in those things that can't change. I have to be at school at 7 30 every morning. I have to write that in. I have to stay there till three o'clock. Okay. That's, that's on there. I know that my team calls are on Wednesday night. So I put that in there. I know that I am with my daughter Palmer from 4.30 until that's when I pick her up until she goes to bed somewhere around eight o'clock. And I have gotten to the point where I put that as a chunk in there. The only things that also fall in there are dinner and her bath time. But other than that, there's no business stuff falling in there and there's no school stuff falling in there. Those are my chunks. But then I get to work around those things. So sometimes before 4.30, I can do the dishes because there's a little bit of extra time in there. But if I don't write that down, (laughs) it's not going to happen. And that might sound so crazy, but I will fill it with something else. So if I know that I need to do laundry, I have to write it down. I plan out my workouts ahead of time. I plan out my meals on Sunday. I have been doing Walmart pickup because I think it's amazing, because I can plan out my healthy meals and I don't have to spend an hour in the grocery store with a toddler who doesn't want to stay in the cart. Because let me tell you, with a bump and a toddler, it's very awkward to try to hold her and push the cart and put the groceries in. It's it's a lot. I can't do it all. <laughs> and I don't like the word can't, but it's something that has really, really, really had to come down to me prioritizing my schedule. Because if I don't, my week is just set up for craziness from the start. Another thing, if I'm doing blocks of time work, I also have to set alarms. So I literally get out my phone and set an alarm and say, you're done at this time. Or if I have a project that I'd like to work on a little extra, I might schedule it in on a weekend um, on a time that says nap time, and my child might not sleep. So I also always, this is my second tip, I always plan one flex hour in the evening, one night a week. For me, it's Thursday nights. I don't have anything a lot of Thursday nights. So from eight to nine, I call it my flex hour. And any project that hasn't been done for the week gets to go in there. And if I have everything done, if I've crushed my week, it's an hour that I get to myself that I can relax or I can do those things. But here's the thing, especially mamas out there who are trying to do it all, the last thing that is always on the agenda is me time. We're always thinking about the next thing that we can do for our kids, the next thing that we can do for our jobs and this and that, but I'm, te- and I'm still terrible at scheduling me time. Terrible at it. So it's very easy for me to put that flex hour in each week. I know that if I challenge you, you can go find one hour in your week, one hour of you time. And I personally think we should be finding that time every single day. I find that time to work out. I give myself at least 30 minutes every single day to press play, to move my body and to do that. But I don't, find that other time, that hour that I'm challenging you to find right now. I'm also challenging myself to find because I think it is so important, but I know that it's the easiest thing to go. And that can literally be to go get your hair done or your nails done or to go for a walk or to sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing because sometimes that's what we need to do. And I don't mean sit on the couch with your phone and work your business or, you know, check your email or even scroll on Instagram, like sit there and shut it off and do something that is actually relaxing. Because I know if my phone is in my hand, I'm going to be working. I'm a worker. I can work all the time unless I tell myself it's time to shut it off. So we're going to set those alarms. We're going to remind ourselves, okay, this is the time to shut it down. We are going to focus on ourselves and we are going to really make sure that we're like refueling. It takes a lot to do all the things. It takes a lot to quote unquote, do it all. (laughs) So if we were going to find that energy and that fire to go after these passions and the dreams that we've set out to do, we have to recharge ourselves as well. So I challenge you on Sunday night to sit down, plan out your week, really, really, really try this, try it for 21 days for me, try it for three consecutive weeks, every Sunday and and don't sit down and plan out those three weeks, do it each Sunday night, but sit down and then I'm a highlighter girl. So I go through and I highlight at the end of the night, like where I was, because like I said, that flex hour, I need to know like, hmm, what do I still need to do on Thursday? But if you do that and track that for yourself, I think you're gonna find that there's a few more hours in your day than you thought there were. And maybe the laundry won't get so far behind like I've let it in the past. Finding those different blocks of time looks really hard when you're just looking at this busy calendar. But if you sit down and write it and really track and manage your time, I think you're gonna find that you can do the things that are going to help you feel successful and stop worrying about the things that don't really matter. If you go to bed tonight and there are a couple dishes in your sink, that's okay. Now, I'm not telling you to leave them there for like a week. That's, you know, you, I'm, I'm still going to be cleaning my house, <laughs> but no more panic attacks over a dish in the sink because that isn't going to get you to your next goal. For example, if you are a business owner, sometimes you have to do things in your business that maybe don't need done that day. I don't know about you, but like my passion projects, I could work on them for hours and then forget the tasks that actually need done for that day. But that's where the schedule and having it written out, that helps me so much stay on track and be more successful with my time. And don't even get me started about the classroom schedule. That's a whole nother podcast, but I am totally a firm believer of a schedule in the classroom because our day is just checking off those boxes and you can be so much more successful. And I don't know, don't know about you, but my students rely on that schedule. They all thrive when we are on task and doing that as well. So I am a huge schedule, calendar, firm believer of plan it out, and I feel like that is how I, quote unquote, (laughs) do it all throughout each week and continue to work towards those goals that I'm wanting to build and continue to move forward every single day. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you can take this challenge. If you do the challenge, if on Sunday night, you're planning out your schedule, tag me on Instagram. I want to shout you out. I want to help you. I want to hear if this is working, if it's helping. Um, And if you make it through all three weeks, definitely tag me. I want to chat with you and I want to celebrate with you. And let's see what tasks we can accomplish when we really sit down and plan out our schedule. Talk to you later thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I totally appreciate your feedback. And if you would share it with your friends, don't forget to tag me on Instagram stories. So I can personally say thanks until next time. Can't wait to chat soon.